up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of OK, Now What? I'm your host, Brian. Today, we just get right into things. We talk about my journey, what happened last week, what happened this week, um, and then my thoughts on just general subjects. Uh, Then at that point in time, after that, we do fit tips. And today, I'm trying to add myself a smaller segment, or even just a different segment, honestly, which is, I have no idea what I'm going to call it yet, but the idea is really just how to be a better person in general. I feel like I'm calling it like either the gentleman's corner or I'm calling it the savage gentleman or I don't know. It just kind of struck me as something that maybe I should kind of talk to. And it's not just for gentlemen, it's also for ladies as well. And how we treat each other and how we treat ourselves. And that's kind of the premise of that small segment in general. Um, And that's kind of the premise of today's uh, podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy. And as always, after I'm done, you know, spewing all of that I'm going to spew during the course of the podcast. At the end of the whole thing, I talk to you guys about how to get in touch with me. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, if you don't like it, if you like it, whatever the case is, how to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff so you guys can keep continuing to listen to the podcast. And you can also make suggestions, things you want me to talk about, things I should say, things that um, I should really consider during the time that I'm talking. Please feel free to hit me up and let me know what's going on. I'm Brian and on with the show. What up, everybody? This is Brian, co-owner of both Titanium Training LLC and LawnFit Incorporated. Um, as always, I'm the dual business owner that probably doesn't have any business doing anything, but I'm going to try doing it anyway, <laughs> just because I'm kind of weird and you know idealistic like that. I think I could just do everything, or at least, that, yeah, I think I can do everything, but then when I go and try it out, I find that I can't, but then that's okay. I learned that it's okay to fail. All right, let's just jump right into it. Let's not talk about thoughts or anything like that just yet. Let's just jump right into it. Let's talk about the journey thus far. So I've stopped weighing myself. That's number one. I stopped worrying about how much I weighed. And what I started, the two things I started focusing on was one, um, how everything feels. Do my joints feel good? Does, you know, are my thoughts good? Um, Am I making good choices? Things of that nature. Um, Also, you know, How do my clothes feel as I'm doing it? I'll be honest, I've been doing glute bridges, five sets of five with a five second hold at the top end of it. Um, I've been doing, you know, I've been pushing my knees out a little bit further, keeping my feet a little bit closer in, trying to get myself just a better squat in general. Um, And just those two things, doing them two days a week, like I said, just a little bit heavy, nothing crazy. Dude, let me tell you what, I got that high ass going on now, y'all. Y'all have no idea. My pants are fitting the way they're supposed to now. Like I don't have Nositol, now I have all the ass. And it's like, like I said, it's helping. I don't have to wear a belt anymore. It's fucking nice, let me tell you. <laughs> That's right, good ass, y'all, good ass. <laughs> That's all right. That's that. That's that Brian with the good ass. That's what's happening over there, y'all. The Brian with the good ass, anyway. So <laughs> that's what's been going on as of late. Um, some of the things that I've dropped, and like I said, we'll talk in detail further about why I dropped some of these things, but we'll just talk about dropping and adding right now. So <clears throat> some of the things that I've dropped, once again, I've also dropped alcohol down to zero instead of like 0.01%, like just on the Saturday night or the Friday night, because I think I even talked about in the last podcast how um, it started escalating even further where I was going from. I was like, all right, cool. It's just a Friday. 
oh cool now it's just a friday saturday oh shit now it's a friday saturday sunday so then like i said it just started to creep back in so i went back to my therapy notes after a year and a half of therapy looked at some stuff grabbed some tools and said cool let's tighten some things down um something else i also got rid of as well is i started getting i got rid of um uh where red meat was a larger part of my diet we're down to 0.01 percent again with that um and like i said i'll talk into detail further about how that works and why that works also something else that i started uh letting go of was like the load of supplementation i started doing um i can't really talk in detail because i don't have anything in front of me right now but i was taking way too much magnesium i think i was taking like a thousand milligrams i think that's what it is. So I cut that in half. Now it's down to 500 just at night, not even so much during the day, just at night before I go to bed. Um, what else? What else did we get rid of or change? Oh, we started eating more greens. Thank you, Dr. Sarah, for helping a brother out with that and just really pointing out what I already knew and then forcing me to do it, which technically you didn't force me to do it. You just kind of reinforced what I already knew and said, here, Brian, do that. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So <laughs> So I decided to start doing that. And like I said, we'll talk way more into detail with, uh, with that here in just a second. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Oh, my runs are getting a little bit better. They're getting a little bit easier. I even changed up the course. So this way my brain wasn't getting used to a certain pattern because I know I have a tendency, like I'll get in a rut and I'll just, I perfect a pattern and then I'll just stay inside of that pattern and not do anything different. So what we decided to do was change the route of the half mile. So like I said, my brain just doesn't get in a specific pattern of, you know, oh, it feels like this on this turn. It feels like this in this area. It feels like this in this area. It feels like this in this area. So like I said, little things that we've been changing up and like, and so far, like I said, those, just with those small changes right there, we're starting to see a little bit of a difference. We're starting to see where the brain is having to kind of readjust itself and figure out how to get efficient and figure out what it needs to do. I've also taken my half mile down from like seven minutes down to five. So that's getting better, which is good. Um, my feet don't hurt near as much. And now with this new cool ass massage gun that I have, that helps out a lot too. Massage, stretching, all the, all the fun shit anyway. Um, we're also going to bed a little bit earlier due to a fun incident that happened on Monday. And then I tried the rest of the week to catch the fuck up. Man, I, I've never felt so behind in my entire life until, <laughs> until that. <laughs> just, just, oh my God, just fucking horrible. Just fucking horrible. Anyway, moving on. So that's essentially what, what we did is like we changed, we changed some eating habits. Like I said, we've got more green vegetables going on there. The half mile is getting better. And a lot of that has to do with just changing up the route. So my mind and my body have to refigure out and calibrate how to adjust itself during the course of training. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting a little bit more sleep. We're chopping magnesium in half. Um, what else? Oh, we took drinking down to nothing and we took our red meat consumption way the hell down from like maybe a couple of days a week to like just one meal a week. Like just one meat, like I'm gonna have one steak and then that's gonna be about as far as I goes. Everything else is gonna be chicken, pork and fish and from then on out. And that's all the stuff that's been changing. So hopefully this next week, Monday forward, we'll see what those changes look like and how we feel and what we're able to do. And let's just see, like I said, what changes get made and with those changes, what the effect of is in the next seven days. So 
that's the journey so far. Thank you guys for participating in that fun. Now let's just talk about my thoughts on random shit that we talked about during the course of the week, even inside of our training facility. And here we go. First thing I want to talk about, honestly, is the freedom of speech. This is something that I see on the internet quite a bit. I really don't, like I said, I don't see it necessarily in my everyday life. I even think I talked about that in like several podcasts beforehand where I don't see that in actual life. A lot of the people that I talk to and get a, get a, get a, um, as I stammer over my words, um, get an opportunity to actually have a, have a talk with, like a sit down talk with, have varying views than I do. Like a lot of them even I don't believe in, but based on these people's experience and based on other things, I try my best to make sure through, you know, civil discourse that I don't step on their thoughts and I don't step on, you know, how they feel and believe about things. I just try my best to add to those situations. And like I said, there's a lot of people that do not think the way I think, and that's fine and that's awesome. I personally believe that we should all think differently. Um, and I also believe that at the same time, go, going back to the freedom of speech, all speech should be allowed. If you let someone else's words dictate how you feel, you need to check your shit. Just like I know I need to check my shit when people's words make me mad. At that point in time, I realize my personal responsibility in this entire conversation is to figure out why do I feel like that? Because I guarantee a lot, a large majority of people, not everybody, but a large majority of people, when they talk, they literally do not mean any offense to you. They are just speaking from their personal experiences. Shouting people like that down, cutting them off and suppressing that speech only makes it louder. The only reason why I believe that is because I see it through the evidence of history. Every time you suppress, oppress, or attempt to depress a specific group, that group just gets louder. It becomes an us versus them mentality. You see it in the Black Panthers. You see it through the women's movements. You see it through, <clears throat> excuse me, you see it um, in, you know, South American countries. You see it with the, um, you know, with the British, then when they pulled out in 1996 or 1997 from um, the, uh, some Asian countries. You know, when you, when you stop, uh, there you go, you see it in Hong Kong when that government is attempting to go in and suppress, oppress, and depress people. You see it. This is what it looks like when you continue to shut people down. This is a direct effect of it. Period. Now, I know there's a lot more nuance to it. I know there's a lot more um, information. There are things on both sides that I am not seeing. 100% I know that but just based on what I know and what I've seen through my ignorant experience, I see it and I look at that and I just go, yep, that's what that looks like. When you suppress things, eventually they come out because you can't suppress things forever. These are the things that should be talked about. And that's why freedom of speech is important because you should be able to talk about it. You should also be able to listen about it too. And we all, all of us should be patient we should all open up enough space for everybody to be able to have that stuff. 
Because the more space you create for people, the more those people will open up. And the more those people open up, the more they'll be open to different ideas, different ways of thinking. Because you gotta let these emotions out, let them sift through them. And once they're done sifting through them, then at that point they can pick out the good shit and then let go of the negative shit. You can't just keep telling people, well, no, that's not what it is. You have to say, okay, cool, let me listen to what you have to say. And then once you do that, it's like, all right, cool. Well, what about this? And like I said, you'll get pushback every time you say, well, what about this? Because most people don't want a solution. They just want you to listen to them bitch. That's really what they want. They just want you to listen to them fucking complain, which is fine. Listen, I'm in a career field, but that's where I do a large part of the time. Actually, I'm in a handful of career fields that I do that a large part of the time. You know, even at the house, I'll be honest, I don't ever really participate in most conversations. It's just me listening to people bitch at each other. Yes, there's a lot of positive that happens in those houses. They have, there's a lot of positive conversations that happen in the house. 100%. Lots of positive. But every now and again, you get a conversation where somebody's emotionally heightened about something, but they don't have enough experience or nuance to understand that approaching conversations in a specific way with a large emotional aspect does not allow for civil discourse. Essentially, what you want is you just want somebody to bend to your point. That's what children do. Like I said, just a personal opinion. That's all it is, just a personal opinion. But yeah, from what I understand and from what I'm seeing, that's what children do. They, they scream, they cry until they get their way. That's how that works. And thank you, Jesus, for my parents as they never let me get, get my way. I mean, every now and again they bent, but really not that often. Most of the time they let me scream and cry it out. And then they would come in the room, pat me on the shoulder, say, okay, you're done now. Now come out here and get your fucking dishes done. And then you can come back in your room and keep crying about it. You know, I had several bosses through the course of all my jobs I've ever had, where that's pretty much the same essentially. Like, all right, cool. You're done now. Great. Now I'm going to need you to go ahead and keep complaining. But while you're complaining, I need you to load that truck or I need you to wrap that thing or I need you to go ahead. You can complain and get your job done. <clears throat> it's not that they didn't care. It's just I was, it just wasn't an appropriate moment to be able to say all those things that I needed to say. You know, and through those lessons, I've realized that, you know, people do. People give a shit about what you think. They really do. It's just sometimes the shit ain't appropriate. Honestly, it's just not appropriate. You know, and also sometimes, sometimes it's not appropriate to respond. You know, much like the, the point I was making in the earlier aspect of this, of this conversation I'm having with myself, you know, I talked about sometimes people just want to get their shit out. And if you just let them get their shit out, sometimes they'll even just figure out their own response. They'll figure out their own solutions by you just letting them just bleh all over the conversation. And you just go, oh, okay, cool. You know, that's what I've learned through many, many many thousands of conversations I've been fortunate enough to have with a bunch of people that, like I said, either agree with me and or disagree with me. You know, I really, I'll be honest, I enjoy the people that disagree with me because then it's all about, okay, so let's see where these educations start and how these educations move forward. Let's figure out how to make all this stuff work. Anyway. So that's, actually, I think that's the majority of it. I'm sitting here looking at my notes going, holy shit. I think I've just talked the majority of it improvised without actually <laughs> looking at my notes man i'm superior intelligence no not really it, i'll be honest the more i yeah the more intelligence i gain the more i understand how ignorant i truly am of this world and of everything in it at the end of the day 
I think honestly, you know, that's, that's the beauty of getting older. The more I learn, the more, the more I realize how truly ignorant I am. Like seriously. <laughs> you know, I learn about astrophysics. I learn, I learn about regular physics. I learn about theoretical physics. I learn about the human body. I learn about nutrition. I learn about, um, like I said, I don't learn about these things in depth. I, have, I just get an, a fortunate opportunity where you can listen to podcasts, read books, articles, things of that nature, where you get several different layers of whatever specific thing you're looking at. And even through the context of boiling it all down and being able to try to make some kind of assessment from the whole thing, I just look at it and go, Jesus, just how ignorant am I? I mean, really, there is a world with a depth of knowledge. I apologize about the pause. I was being very gassy there. But looking at the depth of knowledge that this world contains and how much how much of it I get is merely a pinprick. A pinprick. The head of a pin is all I fucking know about just the vastness of the world that we live in. And it's just fucking beautiful. They say ignorance is bliss. You're damn right it is. Ignorance truly is bliss. Because the more you know, the less you truly do know. The more you understand how much you'll never really know about this beautiful and just interesting world that we live in. Yeah. All right, guys. Some other fun stuff that I want to talk about today, inside of just the first aspect of things before we move on to our segments. The other thing I want to talk about is mindset. Okay. So these, this is something I'm learning. Like I said, you guys are coming along this fucking aging journey with me. That's, this is the biggest reason why I'm making this is because people are going to, uh, I'm not doing this shit by myself anymore. I've gone as far as I can by my fucking self. I'm taking people with me, whether you guys want to or not. I'll take you kicking and screaming. I'm going to keep putting out this podcast even if nobody fucking listens to it. I do not care at this point. I do not care. But hopefully people listen and hopefully this thing grows and hopefully it blows up into something amazing. Anyway, let's talk about mindset. Something that I'm learning and something that I've had the fortunate opportunity with my millionaire friends, with my $5 friends, with all my friends from every level of everything that I've ever known. The one thing that I've learned is all about mindset. You know, in the 40 years that I've been doing everything that I do, the one thing I realize now, the context of everything that I do has everything to do with the mindset that I walk into with every fucking day. Because my, because you know, many, many, many influencers all say the same fucking phrase. I have no idea where it came from and I honestly don't care. It just happens to ring true. So I'm just going to continue to repeat it the same way they do. How you do anything is how you do everything. Seriously. Like I said, I know sloppy motherfuckers and I know people that, you know, that are just tight. Everything's tight. It's a tight ship, tight everything. It's just tight. So there you go. We won't even talk about sloppy. We'll talk about loose people and tight people. That's how we have it. You know, there's some loose people that just kind of go with the flow and then feel energies and all that fun stuff inside of that realm. And then I know other people that just keep their shit tight. You know, they just they lock their things down. 
they're always making sure that their bolts are tight on their on their machine and that the machine is well greased it's got all good parts and it is putting out whatever gizmos these people are putting out and through the gamut of all of it you know you see you see the context to which these people live how they do anything is how they do everything and i really feel like i'm trying my best to get to the tighter end and less of the looser end I think there's a there's a fun middle ground where you kind of waver between both. I really do. I think there's a fun middle ground. And inside of that middle ground, you don't get aggravated about it. You just kind of go, oh, oh I got to tighten that up. Oop. Oh, you know what? I forgot to tighten it up last week. I'll tighten it up this week. You know, whatever the case is. Or, eh, we could probably loosen that up a little bit. Maybe it'll free flow a little bit better. You know, to be able to exist, you know, inside of that realm of thought. But like I said, mindset matters, man. I mean, I, I listen to these books and I read these books and, and that's another thing that they talk about too is like I said, it's just all your mindset, you know, your discipline, your passion, your thought processes, your physical activities, you know, how you present yourself to yourself and to others. <clears throat> it really is. It's, it's, it's all how you think about how the situation is. Like, if you walk into a situation believing that everything is shit, then everything will be shit. Or you might be pleasantly surprised. That's actually a smaller percentage of the time. But if you think the situation will be shit, it will turn out to be shit because you will act as if it is shit. I see it all the time. I really do. I can honestly literally say all the time because I do. Every, now and every day I have at least one client that will come through the door where they just had a shit day. You know, they look at the workout and go, ugh. Or they, you know, tell me about the ugh thing that happened. And that's okay. This is, this is the beauty of, of, of humanity. This is how duality truly works. And I get to see both sides of it. I get to see the good and the bad side of people. And it's fucking amazing. It really is fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say it one more time. How you do anything is how you do everything. And I'll be honest, I'm still trying to figure out how I do everything. Because <laughs> right now it looks like I just run around like a fucking maniac. Just woo with my hands in the air and candy in my mouth and fire blowing out of my ass. That's how it feels like I'm doing things. <laughs> it's probably much more organized than I think, but it, I swear to God, most days, it, last week it felt like that. How about that? Last week it felt like how I did everything was late as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt. Oh man. But it was nice to catch up, nice to calm down, nice to keep get everything back to mellow and start a little bit differently and you know change up some routines and processes to get me in a better situation. But moving on from that, here's what we're talking about now. The dreaded blood work results. A bum bum bum. Okay, so I talked to you guys, I think I talked to you guys last week, or maybe the week before, I can't remember. But I do remember talking about how I'm going to get, you know, my blood drawn, I'm going to get blood tests, and, and if I didn't, well, here's what happened. So, I have a lovely and talented client, who I will call my friend, who was nice enough to say, hey, Brian, I'll read your blood work results. Here, go to this place, do this thing, and here we go. I said, cool beans. So I slipped her a check for a certain amount of money. And then she said, all right, Brian, you can go do it. So I went and did it. I went in there and I sat down. And I mean, the, the process was super crazy simple. I loved it. Super crazy simple. 
So I go in there and, you know, check in, whatever it is I got to do. I'm there maybe three minutes and all of a sudden, boop-ping. Hey, Brian, you can come on to the back. I said, yes, I can. So I go to the back and I sit down and I pull my, pull half my sweatshirt off and I put my arm on the table. And then she goes, oh, you got to pee in this cup first. I'm like, oh, well, shit. All right, cool. So I grab the cup and I walk back to the bathroom, use the restroom. Oh, man, that was a mind fuck. So I'm in the restroom and I'm sitting there and I'm just going, I'm not going to be able to pee. I'm not going to be able to pee. This is a cup. Cup of pee. I have to pee in the cup. I haven't done this. Have I smoked weed? Did I smoke any weed lately? And I'm sitting there thinking all these things to myself going, why am I panicking over something that doesn't matter? Because <laughs> Lord knows it's been a while since I smoked weed. And it's been a long, and I, oh my God, ridiculous. Anyway, so I go and I finally, after I let my mind just do its thing, and then I reset myself and I use the cup and I get down, I hand it to the lady, or I don't hand it to her. No, I put it down on the tray. That's what it was. I put it down on the tray and then um, she goes, all right, cool. Now you go sit down. I went, I sat down and she, uh, she goes, you're going to feel a little bit of pressure. So, all right, cool. So I got a little bit of pressure and while in there, she just, she goes, all right, cool, here we go. And then the, the cool suction thing happens, and I'm just watching it. Because, I mean, you see this shit on TV, but then now in real life, because this is my first blood test. So, I mean, I've never had this anything like this before. So she's, she's doing the thing, and I'm doing the thing, and I'm watching it happen, going, holy shit, that's fucking amazing. Technology is great, isn't it? So she pulls the vials, and then she goes, all right, great, that's it, you're good to go. Hold this on here for 20 minutes. Um, you know, you're going to be good to go, great. So, all right, cool. So I get out of there, less than five fucking minutes, maybe 10. I think it might have been like all of 10 minutes for the entire process. And I'm like, son of a bitch, that was easy. I panicked like all week long before I went in there to do that <laughs> for like five minutes worth of nothing. <laughs> Just fuck, are you serious? Anyway, so after I got done with that, we moved on. And then it was probably about a week and change later. Yeah, we can change later. I get a phone call. Hey, Brian, guess what? It's time to look at your lab work. I'm like, okay, cool. Everybody panic. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm running around. Everything's on fire. I'm going to die. Oh, my God. They're going to tell me crazy shit about myself. So I'm panicking in my head. But then the other part of me, too, there was another aspect of myself that was standing tall going, dude, you got superior genetics. Seriously, you have superior genetics. You have everything going for you and nothing going against you. All you have to do is go in there and listen to her tell you how awesome you are. While the other half of me is panicking, running around in circles. I have this and I have that and I'm going to come to fruition. I'm going to be set ablaze and all these other things. It's fucking ridiculous. So after all that, I go in, I, we set the appointment and I get in there. And of course, I'm almost late to that. Anyway, I think that, yeah. Yeah, I was almost like, I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, so I go in and the lovely and talented doctor sits down with me and I sit there and I see the lovely, we sit there, we're talking and she goes, hey, I'm going to come back. Let's talk about your, your, your test results. I'm like, great. So she gives me the news. Brian, for the most part, you're okay. Everything is in the mid range. You know, like there's the high range and then there's a low range and then there's a the mid range. And from what I can tell, from what I was reading and from what she told me, she goes, well, everything's pretty much in the mid range, except for these key factors here. Without going into too terribly much detail, because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm just kind of a meathead. Anyway, basically what I needed to do was um, 
uh, like what I talked about earlier with the whole changing of diet and, and, and things of that nature and taking alcohol down to zero was, um, was the fact that I, I basically beat the shit out of my liver for like a year and a half. Yeah, I beat the shit out of my liver. Just, 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 I put it in a chokehold and I just started giving it noogies until it was rubbed raw and it was just not happy. That is the consensus of what I saw. Everything else was great. You know, like I said, certain vitamin levels were good. My testosterone levels were good. Like all levels of the testosterone levels were good. Like I said, lots of, just, just most everything else was superior fucking genetics, people. Superior genetics. But I've been preaching for years. But, <laughs> but finally, my liver gave out. <laughs> Apparently, my superior genetics don't work as if I keep continually pounding it with alcohol and ridiculousness. <laughs> Apparently my liver just can't handle it and that's okay. So, <laughs> so, um, so with, with that information, the, the doc, you know, doc sat me down, we sat and talked about it and she talked about some of the plans to kind of move forward in order to help out with the process. So she was like, here, let's do this, 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 and this. I said, fantastic. Yay. Okay. I can do all that stuff, you know, and I made jokes about it and then I got in my truck and then I breathed one of the many times in my life, a big ass sigh of relief, honestly speaking. Because the, one of the big things I was worried about was honestly my testosterone level. And I know the blood work is just a snapshot of a moment in time where, you know, everything was run through what it needs to be run through in order to come up with specific test results. Like I said, I get it. It's data, not definition. Honestly speaking, data, not definition. That blood work doesn't define me. It defines a moment. Much like a lot of things in our lives. It's just a moment. I'm going to fuck things up. But I'm also going to get shit right too. You know? You know, it was very, uh, it was very much an epiphany for me. Because I literally came up with that, like, in the moment we were sitting in the room. Just in the course of the last week, I mean, I'm starting to see my, see, you know, all of my book smarts start to come to fruition when I'm talking to people. You know, I, I mean, just all these things that I knew were true about myself are starting to come to light. And it's, just, and I mean, not only was the blood work kind of a testament to that, but just how, how I'm talking to people, like I'm listening to myself talk to these people. And one of the big things is I'm just starting to realize how, how intelligent I am. I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy in the world, but, you know, I'm listening to myself talk going, holy shit, I know what I'm talking about. Holy shit. It's kind of amazing. And then listening to the doc tell me some of these things, I just go, yep, I know that. Yep, I know I should be doing more of this and less of that. None of this and all of that. I know these things. I know these things. Thus I shall do them. So with that being said, <laughs> that's the new mindset. And that's how this mindset is starting to change. You know, to go back to mindset and to bring it back to the blood work results. And to wrap it all up in a fun little bow for you guys. How I did anything was how I did everything. And as you can tell, based on, you know, just like I said, the vagueness of the blood work that I'm talking about. Drinking and getting drunk every day for a year and a half, probably not the healthiest way to deal with your emotions. Just saying. Probably not the healthiest way to um, cope with how life truly is. 
let's get some therapy. Have you had therapy in the past? Let's go back to those notes. Let's go back to those moments, those times, those things that, you know, helped us understand just who we are as an individual and what we can contribute to the betterment of the world around us. Because I'm here for the betterment of everybody, not just the benefit of myself. I mean, I am benefiting as a side, as an aside from what's happening, but at the end of the day, my here is to serve you guys. And then in the end, it will serve me. And that's that. So that's how we uh, put it in a bow. My thoughts on freedom of speech and how all speech matters at the end of the day. I don't give a shit. You know, you can fight me about it. That's fine. We can totally have a discussion about it. Be more than happy to listen to everything you got to say. Um, mindset. Any, how you do anything is how you do everything. Another one of those fun truth and cliched sayings that if you don't hear it, you need to start hearing it. Maybe you need to start looking into yourself. Maybe you need to take a little personal responsibility and figure out how you can change everything by changing just about anything. And that my blood work proved that I am superior genetically. <laughs> no, <laughs> not superior genetically. I am just genetically gifted. Honestly speaking, I am just gifted and I should be using my gift, not abusing my gift. <laughs> All right. So that's how we're going to wrap that section of it up today. The next thing I have going on for you guys is the quick fit tip. And then after that, we're going to talk about, I think, uh, I think I'm just going to call it the gentleman's moment. But like I said, I'm just calling it the gentleman's moment because I'm a gentleman. And I also want to be able to, you know, keep, you know, or you know what? I'll call it the gentleman savage. That's what we'll call it. Gentlemen's, uh, this, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll fucking figure it out when I get there. Anyway, you guys got fit tips. You guys have a gentleman's moment. And then after that, I'll teach you guys how to reach me. You guys enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, everybody. Here we are with a fit tip. All right. Inside of this podcast, the fit tip for today brought to you by Titanium Training. I'm just kidding. It's, there's no sponsors for this. <laughs> anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about protein, one of the most underutilized macronutrients in the common person's diet, not the people that are inside of the health business or the fitness business or anything like that. We're going to talk about the fact that it is underutilized in just everyday people, people that go to work, people that come home, people that got kids, uh, mortgage, all that fun stuff. We're going to talk about the fact that it's the one thing that we don't help them focus on more. You know, we don't help them focus on the satiety factor of it. We don't help them focus on the fact that, excuse me, rudeness. Um, we don't talk about, or even so much go in depth about why it's super important and why it's probably one of the most important macronutrients that you can take into your body. Um, so let's, let's get into that. So when it comes to protein, essentially what you're looking at is, is a bunch of branch chain amino acids. Um, I don't have a list of those things in front of me, but that's okay. I imagine you guys can just look that shit up. That's the beauty of Google. You don't even need me to tell you what they are. Just look it up, BCAA. Don't go to the sponsored posts where they have advertisements on you know shit drinks with branch chain amino acids on them. 
no, actually look up what are branch chain amino acids. And those are the things right there that inside of each specific protein that you get from your protein sources, whole protein sources, is those amino acids. Your body breaks those things down and then puts them into use by bringing them to the other parts of your body that require cell regeneration. That's what the protein does, is it helps repair your body. Your body breaks down and deteriorates just a little bit every fucking second of every fucking day. Seriously speaking. Now, the thing is, if you do not take in adequate enough proteins, what will happen is your body will start to break down faster. Then it will also start to rob Peter to pay Paul. It will take the proteins out of your bones, out of your tendons, out of your muscles, out of your organs in order to repair other things around it. Or what it will start doing is start efficiently using the protein that it has because you're not giving it enough to continue to repair, rebuild, and get better. That's how protein works in the simplest form. Like I said, I'm not diving into the deep ass science of it. That's not the point of this. Now, I'm also not going to get into arguments about people with it. Well, actually, you know what? Let's get into arguments about it at the end of the day. Let's talk about whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't care. What I'm saying is if you're not getting enough of it, then you're not going to see better results. And like I said, this is for people that don't even work out. If you're not getting enough, like I said, bad things are going to start happening to you. Your hair is going to fall out. Your skin's going to turn gray. You know, like I said, you're going to become super pasty, you know, whatever the case is. Like I said, you got to get the protein in the body. And I'm not, and also, there you go. Here's the other thing. I'm not talking about just eating meat. Eat some eggs, eat nuts and seeds. Um, quinoa, another good source of like whole protein. Seriously, there are other places you can get protein from than just meat, just red meat. We, gotta, we have to start changing our mind about how it looks. It doesn't mean you're sitting at the table ravenously eating animals all day long. There are other places you can get whole protein sources from. You just have to go get them. So one of the sources that I talk about, like I said, you can get them from beans unless you're allergic to legumes. You can get whole protein sources from legumes. You can get it out of rice. You can get it out of broccoli. You can get it out of cauliflower. You can get it out of everything because it has proteins in it that require it to continue to grow. Yeah, absolutely. You can get protein from vegetables. It's harder for your body to absorb them for sure, but with the right amount of each one of those and in the right combination, you can get whole proteins in your body that help you replenish, repair all of the cells that, you know, grind and die day in and day out. It can be done. You just have to go find the right sources, eat them in the right combinations and amounts in order to be able to do it. Honestly, the best source at the end of the day, as far as I can tell, is eggs. Eggs at the end of the day are probably the best source and the most bioavailable source of protein that you can get. If you're allergic to eggs, like I said, try some meats. If you're allergic to meats, try some vegetables. Like I said, it just, it just kind of cascades down. But I'll be honest, meat and eggs are the best sources of protein that you're going to get because your body absorbs them better. Period. And like I said, argue with me about it. That's fine. You can argue with me the science all day long. I'm more than happy to do that but I'm talking about the general population. I'm not talking about you specific niche groups. I'm not talking to you. As far as I'm concerned, you guys got what you got. Keep on hammering. Do your thing, baby. High five to you if you're still getting after it.
but I'm telling people as a general rule, eat more protein. You're not doing anything. You need between 75 and 80 grams a day, easily 75 to 80 grams a day, just baseline. You can do that. Honestly, you can do that in three meals, a hundred percent. You can do it in three meals. You can get 75 to 85 grams of protein every day, which will just help with basic biological functions. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would much rather most people, but like I said, that's the baseline. If we can't reach that baseline, reach the baseline, get to the baseline. Cause once you get there, I promise you're going to start feeling better. Your skin's going to do better. Your sight, everything gets better when you eat in proportion to who you are. The other thing is too, I mean, like I said, honestly, as in, as telling people to exercise and such, most people I would tell you need to get a hundred plus. If you're exercising, oh my God, all you're doing is breaking it down faster. That's what you're doing. You're breaking the proteins in your body down faster. So it requires more to repair what you've destroyed. So not only do you need so much just for basic body functions, but now you need to repair what you've destroyed in, you know, in excess of what you would naturally do. So yeah, if you're not hitting at least a hundred a day, then you're, you're just doing yourself a disservice. You're just going to find yourself fat and tired and just all kinds of problems. And like I said, I'm not telling you to eat protein in excess either. I'm not saying shove all the protein in your face. I'm not saying that. I'm saying let's measure it. Let's figure it out. How much are you getting? How much more do we need to have? Let's figure that part out. And that's pretty much what I want to say about protein. Eat more of it, people. Eat more. And like I said, I'm not talking to your specific niche groups. You guys already know what you're supposed to do. Stop arguing. But the general population, they need to know they need to eat just a little bit more. An extra chicken breast, an extra half pound of steak, um, an extra fish filet. Not from McDonald's, but an extra fish filet. You know, an extra egg, just the white. You don't even have to have the yolk. Just eat the white of it. Eat two extra whites. It's good for you, man. It's good for you. And that's my feelings on protein. That's your fit tip for the day. Eat more protein. Drink more water. Meditate, take a 10 minute walk, do all the fun stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, that's your fit tip. Enjoy the rest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now we've reached a different segment of the podcast that I'm going to call the Savage Gentleman. That's right, I'm going to call it because I just like the sound of it. And you can be savage ladies too. And all essentially that means is that just be. Like I said, all you're doing is you're just trying to be a better person. And inside of this, this, this section, this area, this place that we're going to talk to Savage Gentlemen, first thing we're going to talk about is common fucking courtesy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, common courtesy. The simplest thing that you can do in order to not only better yourself as a human being, but make space for other human beings. Hold open the door, not just for grandma, not just for that cute girl, that cute guy right over there, just for everybody. Hold the damn door open. Sure, it doesn't seem like much, but I guarantee at least 80% of the people, eight out of 10 people, if you held the door open for them, not only would they say thank you, but at the same time, you would make their shopping experience or uh, out experience or whatever experience it is, they're having just a little bit better. 
you put a little 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 pep in their step because somebody was nice enough to stay to do something out of their way to help somebody else out and then they're going to pass that on down the line and yes i know we talk about this you know multi-level marketing thing of holding open doors where it's like you do it for one they'll do it for three and then seven and twelve and then whatever anyway moving on just be common just just common courtesy and be nice about it and if they start giving you shit slam that fucking door in their face i'm just kidding don't do that that would be stupid <laughs> i see so many videos on the internet where people do that <laughs> where the gentleman opens the door for the lady and the lady doesn't say anything so he shoves her right back at the store and slams the door in her face oh god it makes me laugh every time i want to see girls doing that where they're opening the door for the guy i want to see the reverse i'm going to look that up today i'm gonna to see if we can figure that out that's hilarious to me anyway the other thing in being a savage gentleman is respecting others' opinions and views. In another part of this podcast, we talked about the freedom of speech and you know having courtesy and things like that. But another aspect of that, diving a little bit deeper, is just respecting other people's opinions and views. Civil discourse. It's an art form in speech that we have lost today because there's so much out there that, and yep, I'm going to, I'm going to use a bunch of terminology and phrases that everybody recognizes only because of the fact that it's something that you recognize. Thus you are able to accept it just a little bit faster, but there are so many things that are quote unquote click bait. Like this person destroys this person, or this person says this to this person destroys argument via this person. This person destroys this process. Here's the thing. All these people are doing is applying and or adding to the conversation. They're not destroying anybody. They're not destroying arguments. They are adding to the conversation a different set of ideas. That's it. Saying that somebody destroyed somebody else is a childlike thing to say. Because ladies and gentlemen, Savage gentlemen and savage ladies don't destroy each other. They hold each other to a different standard. They add to each other's lives. They do not take away. That is what savage gentlemen and ladies are when it comes to courtesy. Holding open doors for each other, respecting other people's views and opinions. So the next time you guys are sitting in conversation with somebody, I want you to remember this. Like I said, civil discourse, man. Sit down. Let them have their ideas. I know it's hard. I, I, oh, my goodness gracious. Especially when you're young. It's super hard. But I promise you, it's a skill set that's going to last you a lifetime. Create a lifetime. A lifetime of, of pleasure and not pain. Because sometimes our ideas should be challenged. As far as I'm concerned, all my ideas should be challenged. Because if my ideas are not challenged... I'm going to end up off the cliff without a rope. I'm just going to jump right on off. Why? Because nothing's stopping me. There should be something. There should be blocks everywhere I go. Like when I, like in the fit tips, at some point in time, somebody needs to stop me and say something that is counter to the, the discussion that I'm having. When it comes to my thoughts on, you know, in the last several podcasts, there should be somebody stopping me, you know, because that's courtesy too. This person is doing me a service by saying, wait, 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 that's a great idea. 
but let me tell you something different. And then I sit, and through courtesy, I listen. I take in that information. And then I make it a part of everything that I do. Hell, that's how I've gotten this far so far. Because you can only do so much by yourself. You need other people to go further. So to all my gentlemen and to all my ladies, stay savage and be courteous. Enjoy your day. Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Finally made it to the end. I know you're tired of listening to me talk, but that's okay. You're going to listen to me talk for another minute or two as I tell you about all the fun ways you guys can get a hold of me. If you have any questions, comments, concerns based on what I'm doing, what I think, how I feel, or just the podcasts in general, please feel free to let me know directly. Here's the thing. Here's all the fun places you can find me. I have two pages on Facebook. The first page is Brian Marcus Browder. That's B-R-Y-A-N-M-A-R-Q-U-E-S. Browder, B-R-O-W-D-E-R. That's the first page on Facebook. The second page on Facebook is Titanium Training, LLC, here in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. That's the other place you can find me on Facebook. I also have two places on the Instagram. The first one is B-W-A-R-E-U-S, and the other place is also Titanium Training. Uh, If you guys go on to Snapchat, I am at B-W-A-R-E-U-S. The other place you can find me, too, is TikTok. I'm going to try and get dive a little bit deeper into that, see if I can make some more videos and fun shit, and we'll figure it out from there. Anyway, you can find me on TikTok. That's at Titanium Training. You can also email me at Titanium Training, T-I-T-A-N-I-U-M, training, T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G, at yahoo.com. Those are all the fun ways you guys can get a hold of me at any point in time. Please take a second on whatever, uh, yeah, on whatever site you guys are getting these podcasts from. Please rate, review, and subscribe. I need you guys to rate, review, and subscribe. Like I said, I don't even care if it sucks. Tell people that it sucks, why it sucks, and why you shouldn't listen to me at all. Or tell them why you like it. Tell the people why you enjoy listening to what I have to say. Or, like I said, just fucking put five stars on it and let's move the fuck on. Yeah, five stars and just don't say anything. That's cool, too. Because like I said, let's move up these lists. I know I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I know I'm on several other different places. I think the next time that I do this, I will actually talk in detail where you guys can find me. And with that also, like I said, share it with a friend. Like I said, if you got anything out of this and you think anybody can use this, share it with a friend. Tell them where you can find them. And then, like I said, let's go from there. Let's build this thing. This boat. Let's just let's take this thing to the next level so I can take you to the next level. And then we all go to the next level together. I'm Brian. This is who I am. This is what I do. You guys enjoy the rest of your week.